I mean, I'm just, this is nothing to do with the trailer. I'm just going to ask you this, Jeff. If when you die, uh, it turns out reincarnation is real and St. Peter or whatever is like, yeah, I'm still here, but I do reincarnation. It's not a gate to heaven. You're going to go into the next life. Okay. Uh, and he's like, okay, so you can be a person again or uh, you can be a fly. Now, if you're a fly, it's going to suck, but also you get to be like omniscient. You get to know everything? <laughs> yeah. If you're a fly. Okay. So you're a fly, but you know everything. But you know everything. But what is... Okay. So now I, I immediately want to ask, like, what is the purpose of knowing everything if you're a fly? Like, what what can you do with that knowledge if you, you can't, can't communicate? You can't do anything with it. But you get to have it. But you get to know it. And you don't get to keep it on the third no, life, but like I the guess, life after I the flying? I guess let's say that, like, in between lives, when you're walking... From one gate to another, or whatever. Yeah. At the, it's like at the an airport station. exchange. Yeah. yeah, you get to remember all of it then. Well, if I can know it in the afterlife, regardless, like that, I'm not taking the fly. Job. No, but you would remember it from being a fly. Like you'd remember all. Oh, of, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, I would do a cycle as a fly if it yeah. meant that, like, all of the time that I spent yeah, in the I afterlife guess it's just to know one. everything. Yeah, never it's mind. Just one this day. Is a dumb question. Of course you would. <laughs> of course you would. Yeah. Yeah. There's no risk at all. There's no risk, exactly. All right. Never mind. Okay. So that's what this show is about. <laughs> Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, episode 18. We're going to Rocket Town. I can't wait to get to Rocket Town. Before we get going on the episode, why don't we stop in for a little weather report from our good friend Daniel K. Yeah, let's, uh, let's just... Plug into that feed. Take it away, Daniel. Okay, hi Ryan, hi Jeff. Hello, no cat listeners. Are you all ready for another live weather report? Keep you updated, etc., etc. Stay informed about what's going on. Blah 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 blah. All right. So <clears throat> we're expecting a top of 28 degrees Celsius this afternoon. And we had a low of 17 degrees earlier this morning. It's going to be humid and partly cloudy with a 30% chance of rain. Just just light showers, no more than half a mil in total of rain. We've got some, uh, some light southwesterly winds blowing at the moment, 15 to 20 k's an hour. And uh, they'll be easing off to 10 k's and tending southerly more towards the evening. And, uh, yeah, despite this nice cloud cover, the UV index is expected to reach an 8 this afternoon, which is a high to moderate rating, so uh, pop on a hat if you're going to head out. Uh, and, yeah, make make the most of this mild day, because the sun's going to be out and all these clouds gone by tomorrow, and it's, it's probably going to stay fine and sunny for, for the rest of the week, by the look of things. Yeah, that's it. That's, it's just, yeah, that's all. It's just a normal one today. There's nothing weird going on today. There's no clouds or spiders, no Esperanto, no nothing. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes the weather's just normal. It's just weather, nothing's going on. Yeah. Um, sure. So, I guess, how, how are things with you two? Good. Did did you oh, want to? Yeah, are we good. supposed to? Cool. Good. 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 Yeah, I'm. I'm good too. Oh. Oh. Did you? What did you? Okay. Yeah. I bet. Are oh. you? Are you done? Oh, sorry. No, I. I didn't have anything else to say. No, I thought I'd just say hi. Yeah. Oh. Okay. No, the the weather report's hi. over. That's it. I. I better just. Yeah. Back. To, back to you in the studio, guys. Mm-hmm. 
Sorry. Meteorology. We love you. Thank you so much, Daniel K. As always, everybody should go listen to the Daniel K's Let's Plays podcast project. It's an excellent show. Mm -hmm. You'll be even more informed than you are now. That's right. Go listen to that. Which, can you believe that? (laughs) I certainly can't. And with that, let's start the show. Last week, we were in Nibelheim. Yeah, and then we uh, went through the awful nibble mount nibble passage yeah, we went up to the, the reactor we got sidetracked through the condemned discovery zone through the <laughs> monster spider then <laughs> you've been waiting to get to rocket town since the beginning i have even when you didn't know it existed even when i didn't know that i was waiting for it i yeah. was waiting for well, it well we were in the, the in the space library and oh like, yeah that's space right space library i was like we better, better go, go to, to space. space and here we go yeah. well uh, <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna get to space, space but we're at least going to where rockets are. Mm-hmm. We're going to Cape Canaveral. Yeah, and we're going to meet an old friend who's new again. <laughs> Born again. Born again in a new, <laughs> new world. incarnation of God, Sid. He, he's so awesome in this one. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's go to Rocket Town. Mm-hmm. We just beat that boss that at the end of the condemned Discovery Zone, and let's go. Yeah. So it says our, our in-game time is like 32 hours right now. Oh, here we are on the back side. Yeah, okay, this is how you get over here. <laughs> I was trying, I, I guess we're probably at like 25. Yeah. Not 32. We're definitely not at 32. Let it run for a long time yesterday. We let it run not just yesterday, too. Yeah. I think you're really going to like this next part if it is what I remember it being. Where am I going? Just, you know... I think we're finally getting to a part where it's like, where you're headed is wherever you see next. Dog bats. A new town. Oh, you're gonna like this. It's like a ship or something. I do love that both past you and current you are like, Jeff is into space. He likes <laughs> space shit. He's gonna like this. What's that? Ooh. Is that how we're gonna get to space? Is it a big gun that's gonna shoot us into space? A rusty old rocket. Fuck yeah. Fuck I was like, yeah. I thought you recognized it as a rocket. What? Kind of <laughs> I like thought a it was a howitzer. <laughs> yeah. Like, a, you know. Well, in my defense, the rocket is tilted. Yeah, just to describe this, we walk into Rocket Town. Mm-hmm. Which and... is a town at the base of a rocket. Yeah, like it's on the launch pad. It, if this <laughs> rocket were to ever launch town would be destroyed. Let's, I mean, let's just describe mm. it a little. It looks sort of like a muddy little village mm-hmm. in, like, you know, the countryside of the UK or something. Like, it's like wooden <laughs> houses with shingle roofs, yep. signs hanging off of poles that stick off the buildings. Right. You know. And right next to that, looming overhead, 30 feet away, is a gigantic Delta Four rocket. I'll get Ru- into that later. It's rustic here. <laughs> it's rustic, and it, the rocket is rusty. Yeah. And that's the thing is that it's the leaning tower of rockets. It's it threw me <laughs> off. I did. I rockets are vertical. Better ask the captain about this town. He's the one in charge of it. Who's the captain? The captain was a pilot when Shinra was still interested in their space program. All five minutes ago, he was going to be the world's first astronaut, but there was an accident. Ever since then, he's been wasting his life away here dreaming about going into outer space. Just like Neil Armstrong. Just like me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Him. Wasted his whole life dreaming about going into space. Yeah, and he never achieved it. It's so sad. You're gonna like this. Yeah, Rocket Town. 
This is where they're holding the reunion? No, I don't think we're going to the reunion. What? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Because hmm, he said thing? it was going to be at Mount Nibble, and we just kind of walked through Mount Nibble. Right. Would you like something to drink? Let me hear your story. Did you meet the captain already? He's really the town's representative, so you should talk to really talk with him. So we're going around Rocket Town looking for the captain. Yeah, everyone is like, I can't talk to you until the captain says it's okay. He's very violent. And there's a guy who's like in the bathroom. The door is locked. I'm in here. Are you the captain? I'm looking for the captain. My job's to make everyone laugh all over the world. This is where the comedian lives. The, wor the world's world, only comedian. The world's only comedian. And he stays inside. <laughs> Whoa. So we walk into the backyard of one of the houses, and there's like a little biplane mm -hmm. uh, sitting in the back. It's got a Shinra logo on it. There's a Shinra logo on it. Tiny Bronco. This is cool. The Shinra always used to keep the most useful things to themselves. Let's steal it. May I help? <laughs> yeah. No, we're just looking at it. If you'd like to use it, please ask the captain. The captain should be in the rocket. <laughs> While we're talking about stealing this plane, a woman on a lab coat comes up behind us. Yeah, this is Shira. I'm Shira. Hmm, so you're not with the Shinra. I thought the approval for the reopening of the space program came. President Rufus is scheduled to come here. The captain's been so restless all morning. Yeah, and she informs us that we're in for one of our regularly scheduled encounters with Shinra's top brass. We just keep running it, into it him. It seems to happen about every hour and a half in this game. <laughs> like, you just keep, you get to a new place, and then all of Shinra shows up. It's Rufus, it's, it's like Heidegger, the it's the whole the party. I want to use the plane. We gotta get to the rocket. The airboat. Ooh, look at this. An old car with a machine with gun next to it. That's badass. Yeah. This is where he works on his hot rod. And his terrorism. Everyone in this town was a mechanic. The leaning rocket, right? That's Shinra number 26. It never got off the ground, though. No fucking shit. So Shira has told us that the captain's in the rocket, but mm -hmm. we keep walking around town and, like, digging around in the captain's house. You know, you're gonna want to explore everything before you do the thing that you know you need to do. And like, he's like, welcome, this is the item shop. As though he sees you walk in, like, looking around, and yeah. he's like, this is, that's what this that's is. That's what the, if you were curious, you look confused. I've had people walk in the bookstore and ask me, like, what kind of store we are. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. I'm in the rocket. It's like a Delta Nine he or Delta Five Heavy. I'll take your word for it. It's a, it's a, <laughs> I yeah, I believe you. It's a, he a heavy <laughs> rocket. Watches like the heavier shit in this space. Jeff of the past, it's a Delta Four Heavy. Get it fucking right. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Well, <laughs> it's I'm about to be so pedantic about space that it's like, for me to be wrong about shit, I'm like, oh, from the future, I'm like, oh, Jeff. Yeah, but we walk up like a bunch of ladders and stuff. There's no, like, gates or locks or yeah, anything. You can just it... walk into the top of the rocket. <laughs> we, yeah, we <laughs> go up to the top of the gantry and see a, the captain. Mm -hmm. Hey, buddy, what are you doing up here on the gantry? What are you guys doing here? We heard the captain was here. Captain? I'm the captain. Sid! Yeah. Oh my god, I don't know how I didn't see that coming. Look at it, he's like smoking like he's like got like a toothpick in his mouth or a cigarette. Yeah, something. Oh, look at that badass look. Holy shit. I forgot he was in this game. I know. I'm still on disc one motherfucker. I know. I know. The name's Sid. Everyone calls me Captain though. What do you want? 
tell me about this rocket. Wow, Ooh. not bad for a kid. <laughs> we have to, right? Like, is he always this bad? Is he bad? I don't know. <laughs> it's really hard not to. Yeah. Well, all right <laughs> then. We'll explain it to you. Oh, this is actually going to be really funny. <laughs> you know, Shinra developed a lot of technological gadgets during the Meaningless War, right? <laughs> That's what they call it. The Meaningless War with a capital L. It's not capitalized there. And then there was Meaningless War 2. <laughs> now it's a Mako company. But in the old days, it was a weapons manufacturer. Well, they came up with a rocket engine. There was so much excitement about the thoughts of going into outer space. Our dreams got bigger and bigger. They put a major budget into it and made a prototype after prototype. Finally, they completed Shinra number 26. They chose the best pilot in Shinra. No, the world. The world. <laughs> Me. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> and finally, we get to the day of launch, and everything was going well, you see. You know, you know, because of that dumbass Shira, the launch got messed up. That's why they became so anal. <laughs> what? And so. Shindra nixed their outer space exploration plans. After they told me how the future was space exploration and got my damn hopes up. Damn them. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Damn them. You know. <laughs> then it was all over since once they found out Mako Energy was profitable, they didn't even so much as look at space exploration. Money, moolah, dinero. <laughs> My dream was just a financial number for them. <laughs> Look at this rusted rocket. <laughs> this next one we're gonna play is called Rusted Rocket. I wrote it, it was, it was a dream I had. I was supposed to be the first man in space with this. Every day it tilts a little bit more. Tilting further and further to the correct angle for the moon. We're just waiting It'll... for it to reach the proper. <laughs> <laughs> At this rate, I don't know which will come first, this thing falling down or me getting out of here. My last hope is to talk to the president. Well, that's it. That's all. Yeah, so Sid, who's been waiting for Shinra to restart their space program, th thinks that maybe today is the day. <laughs> Yeah, um, right, because the president is coming. We've let him keep his name, so we know that's not the case. Mm -hmm. Right, we've let him keep his name like he's a part of our party. Uh huh. That's what he's got to say? Everyone was like, you got to meet the captain. Yeah, and he's like... He's I, there he's... and he tells you this sad story, and then he looks at the corner and is like, oh... I love Shinra, or Shira, or whatever her name was, was like, oh, you should go talk to the captain. You get up there, and she's like, he's like, Shira fucked everything up. Oh, dude, just wait. Shira's gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Sid in this game has attitude and dreams, and he's frustrated that his dreams weren't achieved, and I fucking love him so much. E everybody loves him, even though he's not nice to anybody. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, I, even in the game, like, not just all the people Everyone in the town is, like, terrified of him. They're like, I can't really tell you about this town. You should go talk to him. Yeah. And then you get there, and he's like, oh, you do? Here, let me fucking tell you about my broken dreams that nobody fucking cares about. Yeah. And we should also acknowledge... Yes, of course he's Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney forever. <laughs> yeah, Sid, Sid will always, will always be. be until they start voicing him for us. Uh, even then, we should talk over them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, look at me. I'm a hot mechanic. My boobs are hanging out. Would you like me to work on your car? Or maybe on something else? Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I love how he turns around and then you just kind of leave the room without saying anything. Yeah, goodbye. Goodbye, sir. (laughs) That was quite a rant you just went on, sir. Yeah. Looks like you've been waiting for somebody to come up here to tell that to. Well, now what? We heard his story. He wants to meet the president. The president is coming here, so maybe after we've talked to him, if we go somewhere else, something will happen. Is that just what's going on here? Oh, fuck. Where's the reunion? <laughs> what? Where do... Do we go back Let's in? Go Did we miss something? Let's go talk to Shira again. Oh, right. She was in, like, in through... The oh, right. House, yeah. Go talk to the captain and then return to the Cessna plane. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, we go talk to Shira. Mm-hmm. Did the captain say anything? Uh, no. Nothing at all. <laughs> he didn't say anything about any anybody else. Fuck, Shira! What are you blind? I'm sorry. <laughs> we got some guests. Get some tea. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Really, don't mind us. You should up, sit your ass down in that chair, and drink a goddamn tea. <laughs> Dumb, I'm pissed. <laughs> Angry Paul McCartney, I feel like it's never happened. Shira will be in the backyard tuning, tuning up the tiny Bronco. <laughs> tiny Bronco. <laughs> and make sure to serve them some tea, alright? <laughs> yeah, he's like a vulgar, violent man. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Damn, man. What's up with that guy's attitude? Sorry, it's our fault. No, no. He's always like this. I believe it's my fault. Is it like this all the time? You keep quiet even when he's like that to you. No, it's because of my stupid mistake. Mm. I was the one who destroyed his dream. Yeah, he mentioned. What happened? (laughs) So now we get, in my opinion, one of the most ridiculous flashbacks of the game. Yeah, we get to go back to a time before Sid was an angry, abusive man. Except he totally was. (laughs) Except he's still angry and abusive. (laughs) So Sid and Shira are like in the bowels of the rocket working on some part. Hey, get your ass in gear. You work like a snail. Even the moon would get tired waiting around for your ass. Wait, but she's not standing around howling at it. She's like, no, it's because I messed up, but he's still like this. Yeah, he was like this before. I'm sorry? Don't take so much time checking the fucking oxygen tank. Shira, be care- being careful is good, but it won't do any good no matter how many times you check the fucking oxygen tank. <laughs> that thing wouldn't break even if hell froze over. I designed it myself. But. No buts. You're not stupid, it- so be more efficient. This is fucking crazy. This is like almost <laughs> a representation of how the Challenger disaster occurred. <laughs> Because she's trying to be overly zealous about checking things, and he's like, we got a schedule. Come on, let's go. We're going to launch under cold. It's going to be under freezing, but we're going to do it anyway. I I don't know. The idea to me of she's like, there's something wrong with the oxygen tank. And he's like, you're too good at your job. There's obviously not something wrong with the oxygen tank. He's like, you're taking all the fun out of this. But she's like... (laughs) I know my job. I am good at my job. And I'm telling you, I need to check this No, again. she doesn't say that. She says, sorry, sorry. I'm such a fool. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, uh, 
my god. Sorry. <laughs> He's so horrible. <laughs> fucking dick. This is before she made the mistake. Mm -hmm. Captain, our dreams are finally coming true. We're so proud to be a part of the launch of Shinra number 26. Preparations are complete. All that's left is liftoff. This is gonna be a real nettling catastrophe. Should I explain that nettling catastrophe thing? Sure. Alright, this is a really fucked up story. But basically, they were launching a mission. I think it was like one of the first missions to send a probe to the moon. Mm -hmm. But basically, like, you know how rockets have multiple stages where it's like there's a separation and then a whole second mm -hmm. rocket, like, then shoots off? Well, the second stage of the rocket started launching while it was sitting on the launch pad with everybody working on it. Mm. So it just exploded on the launch pad, killing 165 people, including this guy, Marshall Nettelin, who they like claimed <laughs> that he died in an airplane crash, which was certainly not true. Mm -hmm. And none of this was known until 1989, and they like hushed up all the families of the engineers who died and stuff like that. So... uh it's an interesting piece of Russian space program history. What, did for they you. like reveal it and like everyone had a big laugh about it? Not like, exactly <laughs> that. It wasn't really a laugh. Where they were like meeting with Americans after the wall of the, you know, yeah, the it was of the with Iron Glass Curtain. They were like, you'll never yeah. believe this, but this, this is but hilarious. But this is something that we did too. And all sorts of, it's the most fascinating shit in the world. Yeah. This is why I launch into these. <laughs> All right, Captain, fly our dreams into outer space. <laughs> what a crazy leave thing them to there, see. never to be seen again. Shoot them even I further. I want nothing more with those foul things. It's, it's <laughs> Take them away. Deep into... We're praying for your safety. Throw them into the sun. Dude, check out this cockpit. Instrument panel all clear. So the launch is about to happen. Sid's in the cockpit. Yep. Shin with 20, number 26, ready for launch. God, I am thrilled about this. Yeah. Yeah. Engine presser rising. Shinra number 26, three minutes to launch, beginning countdown. Finally. Suddenly, a bunch of alarm lights start flashing. What the? What happened? We have an emergency situation. A mechanic um, is still in the engine section of the rocket. Oh, no. What? What? Who is the little fuck? What? <laughs> is, it, is she checking the oxygen tank right now? She's checking something, I guess, I think. I don't... I don't know, activating the intercom in the engine section. Hey, good damn it. Who the fuck's still in there? It's, it's Shira, Captain. Don't mind me. Go ahead with the launch. Shira, what are you still doing in there? I was still concerned. The results of the oxygen tank weren't satisfactory. You stupid bitch. <laughs> why? You stupid she, why does she think that this is okay to be here during? She's like, go ahead, go ahead. It's go gonna ahead. Get so hot in there that you're gonna be shit left when we blast off. You're gonna be burnt to a crisp. You're gonna die. You know that, don't you? I don't mind. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. If I can just fix this, the launch will be a success. I'm almost done. This is so crazy that she would decide to kill herself here. Like, because that's her choice. Yeah, that's the choice that's that she's the making choice right she's now. Making. It's, it's a complicated situation. Why is she unnecessarily sacrificing herself? She's also putting Sid in the position of just kill me, it's fine. Exactly. Which is it's not cool. Incredibly uncool. I mean, no matter how uncool Sid has been to her, which is very, very uncool. This is, I mean. This is a, a very uncool move back at him. And it's not even, or, it doesn't seem like she means it to be. Is she like calling his bluff? Is she doing, I mean, he's so awful to her. Is she, is she like, I don't I'll know. either die or I'll fuck up his dreams? <laughs> well, we know that's not the case because later she says right. she does otherwise. 
sense. I also want to mention, I think this oxygen tank may be a very slight reference to what happened on Apollo 13, where there was a fault in the oxygen tank that they didn't know about for months before the launch, and then it wound up causing an explosion on that ship. Which So she could be like the one who tried to stop the Apollo 13 launch from happening. I'd say that connection is tenuous, but I I'll agree. go with it's it. It's a little loose. <laughs> Uber's done. You're gonna die. We must start the countdown. We won't make it if we don't. Why does that countdown have to be right then? I don't know. Starting engine. Space stuff. Like I see hey, this in movies where they're like, this is our window. The weather's clear now, yeah, and we're going to launch. That's not what, they're not setting up the window properly. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I should have foreseen this. You're like, rocket flight doesn't work like this. <laughs> exactly. Wait, wait, Jeff, are you telling me that this uh, sci-fi Mako rocket in the world of Final <laughs> Fantasy VII is not lining up with the real-world rocketry that has happened here? Look... <laughs> Are you telling me that you didn't see it coming, that I was going to wind up being too pedantic to fully appreciate <laughs> no, I totally this? totally saw it coming. <laughs> but I mean, like, I've seen movies. Don't they start countdowns and then they can't stop them for some reason? And no, stuff? I literally like, watched the final shuttle launch in 2011 stop their countdown at nine and resumed it after three minutes of checking a thing. Well, I mean, that's just not very good for attention in movies and video games, so... <laughs> I can't argue with that. <laughs> what are you going to do, Sid? If we cancel now, it'll be another six months until the next launch. Why? Good Shira. <laughs> you want to make me a murderer? Tank number seven check is complete. Once I complete number eight, it's all clear. What the fuck? Come on, Shira. Hurry the fuck up. You're going to die. Just get out of there. 30 seconds until ignition. Beginning countdown. Sid, forget about her. We won't make it in time. What? What what am I supposed to do? So he's the the resentment <laughs> that he has yeah, for this bitch is so he's extreme. Just like you. Fifteen seconds until <laughs> admission. Did you make this decision. What the fuck put me in this situation? Yeah, and then <laughs> Oh man, the moon out of space. My dreams. <laughs> We've lost the moon. Can't land on the moon with one healthy fuel cell, John. Okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? Apollo 13 references. <laughs> oh, okay. So honestly, I'm putting that in and I'm leaving it in for my brother. We can't land on the moon with one good Shit. fuel cell. Shit. Shit. Oh, shit. Wait, it launched. Yeah, so the rocket like starts to take off and then he shuts it down. Yeah, it gets like, you know... 30 feet into the air, maybe. Right, and then it la it starts descending. But I got to imagine Shira's dead at this point. That's what I'm, yeah. I mean, like, the engine's fire. Mm -hmm. Like, the fire came out, yes. you know? What? Oh, shit. Oh, no, no, no. That's, no, it can't just, no, 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 no. I have seen way too much actual footage of rockets when it does that. And it does not do this. We're, but were, were those Shinra rockets that you were watching? Well, no, they that? were only made by NASA, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, what happens? We need to say what happened. Yeah, the rocket comes back down on the pad, and then it starts creaking to the side. Yeah, it, I mean, we should say it doesn't blow up. It lands. Right. Like, it, it lands It does a vertical down. landing, and then it tilts. Ha ha ha! 
and then it slowly fades to rust. Like the same image like transitions to a five years later, the rocket's in the same spot and it's rusted. The most mysterious thing about this to me is how does it just tilt like this? What's holding it up? Like how does part it of just the rocket lean? tower, like the part of the tower that is holding the rocket yeah, up? Yeah, maybe it maybe, yeah. It's like leaning against uh, it. I can't tell. But Sid also said that it's continuously leaning more and more, and eventually it's going to fall. See, I yeah, I think it just literally kind of stopped dug at into this the angle. ground yeah. and had and enough torque mm-hmm. to just sort of stay. That's what it seems like. Still would have been too... She, she would have died. died. Yeah. A, she would have died. B, when it comes back down, like it's filled with fuel. Like It's going to mm-hmm. explode... He pushed the emergency engine shutdown switch, aborting the mission to save my life. After that, the space program was cut back and the launch was canceled. It's my fault his dream was destroyed. You know what? I actually agree. It is all your fault. What the she, fuck? Like, seriously. <laughs> why would you put him in that position? That's why. What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's all right. I don't care what the captain says. I'll live my life for him. But it's like, why would it, did he put her in that position first, though? Where right. she, he, She's like, you're going to die if I don't fix this. And he's like, Shira, stop making it not fun. I'm going to die. Don't yeah. stop me. <laughs> exactly. And then she's like, well, I'm going to die. Don't stop me. And he's like, oh, fuck. Why would you think of that? And just this, like, they're going <laughs> to. Kill each other one day. <laughs> now I would say they built the whole rocket and they were they just didn't launch it. Like that was the only step that they didn't do. But that's actually what happened with three Saturn V rockets with the Apollo program when Nixon canceled it. It's a lot of money to fuel them up. Yeah. In, in There's not a lot of money defense. on the moon. Not a lot of money on the moon. <laughs> and that's the only thing that matters. That's the only thing that. We exactly right. That's, that's the metric by which we should measure everything, right? Shira, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you still haven't served him tea. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm sorry. <laughs> Why do I tolerate you? <laughs> I'm gonna fucking murder you. I should. Down. I should never have hit the shutdown button. Make my hospitality good enough for you. God, he's <laughs> so bitter. What a nightmare this guy is. The late Liz Rufus. Oh, here's the head of the space program. Hey, hey, long time no see. So, Sid, how you been? Oh, it's this fucking guy. Yeah. Palmer. So we still haven't gotten our fucking tea. (laughs) When when Palmer shows up. Well, if it ain't Fat Man Man Palmer, how long were you figuring on keeping me waiting? So, when's the space program gonna start up again? Hey, hey, I don't know. The president's outside, so why don't you ask him? Fuck. Good for nothing, fat fuck. <laughs> Don't say fat. Hey, hey, tea. <laughs> like this. So this guy's kind of got a hey, hey. Lots of sugar and honey, and oh yeah, don't forget the lard. Yeah. Throw some, some lard, lard in, in that tea. tea. Hey, hey, have we met before? <laughs> Yeah, Palmer, don't you recognize us? After the president of Shinra was murdered, suddenly we ran into the room and you took off. How could Palmer not recognize Cloud, right? at least? Like, we even got the guy with the gun for an arm. Yeah, there's a guy with a gun for an arm, there's a guy with spiky hair. And he's like, do I know you? Whatever. <laughs> hey, hey, is the tea ready? <laughs> with plenty of sugar and honey. Oh yeah, don't forget the lot. We go back out to the main part of town where Rufus has just broken the news to Sid that he's not here to reignite the space program and his dreams. Mm-hmm. He's here to take the tiny Bronco. Yeah, he needs to borrow the tiny Bronco to chase Sephiroth. I want to borrow the tiny Bronco. Oh my god. What the? You got me all excited for nothing? 
we're gonna go after Sephiroth, and but it seems like we've been going in the wrong direction. But now we think we know where he's headed. But we have to cross the ocean. That's why we want your plane. Fuck! <laughs> the airship, then the rocket, and now the tiny Bronco. Shinra took out the space away from me, and now you want to take a, take the sky away from me too. He's oh like, my. Oh my God. You <laughs> seem like, to forget you in a while. I forgot. Was, you. you seem to forget it was because of Shinra Inc. that you were able to fly in the first place. What? Uh, excuse me. This way. While Rufus is like not wanting to handle Sid's shit, mm-hmm. which we're watching from like the doorway of this building. Yeah. Shira shows up behind us and is like, hey, you guys wanted to use the tiny Bronco, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck yeah, I do. I believe Palmer's gonna take it. Why don't you talk to him? Okay. Ah, she's like, uh, he's gonna steal it while Sid's distracted. Why don't you go? Yeah. Go stop that from happening. Why do I have to do this? I'm the head of the space program. (laughs) (laughs) He's stealing a plane. Legitimately good question. (laughs) We'll be taking that tiny Bronco. Yeah, Bronco. We'll take the tiny Bronco. I've seen you somewhere before. Yeah, this guy is in that fucking building. I know, the Shinra building. When the president was killed. Oh, God. (laughs) Security. (laughs) Oh, we're going to fight. Fight the head of the space program. This has got to be the weirdest Shinra fight, right? Yeah, it's it's like a comedy fight, and it ends with a joke. He actually is kind of designed like the head of the Russian space program from the sixties. Yeah, I was gonna say there's something really Russian about. But I could I couldn't think of Russian, but I was like, he's you know you've seen this guy before. No, he he's looks a like Sergei Krolyev. Yeah. But he's he's somehow charismatic enough that he's made his way to the top of a totally evil evil organization, mm-hmm. but he's not really good for anything. Well, Corolla was good for stuff. Well, yeah, I don't, I'm not speaking of <laughs> I'm just saying the character of this, like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a Russian oligarch, you know? Mm-hmm. You know it's like, like who is this dances guy? dances after getting <laughs> hit by that thing. It's like you meet him and you're like, you're telling me this guy has a lot of money and power. <laughs> yeah. That seems terrible. Yeah, I don't... How did that happen? How did we let that happen? Trying to imagine what a movie would be like if the characters had these kinds of powers. Like in action sequences, they like the, the ground opens up and a demon comes out. And hey man, if you like, want to know, fucking just watch the movie, The, the Spirits, Spirits Within. Within. <laughs> so yeah, the tiny Bronco turns on and starts invading the fight. Yeah, it does like in Indiana Jones when he's fighting mm-hmm. the big bald guy and it just starts spinning <laughs> like it drives in a circle. Yeah, and Paul, it's going to take down Palmer. Whoa, oh my god, going... And so, whoa, woof! Just barely missed. <laughs> Palmer barely ducks the propeller and turns around, sticks his tongue out he at us. He does like a neener neener. And then he walks away and gets hit by a truck. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> In the battle, the truck won. That was so wild. That's what, hilarious. Like, what? I, that was just a, that was a legitimate joke. Mm-hmm. Like, the Eden coat. All right, get ready for a pre-rendered cutscene. I assume it Whoops. won't stop. The only way to get out is get to get in and fly it away. <laughs> Look at how you fly. You stand yeah. on the foot thing. That's so much different than I <laughs> expected it to be. What? Yeah. Okay. That is a cool design. Because the tiny Bronco was in like a fenced-in backyard. Mm-hmm. 
instead of breaking through the fence and taking off like a normal plane, it like hovers up like a helicopter and then takes off yeah. forward. And we're all on the wings holding on for dear life. Yeah, there's not a cockpit. You sit on top of it. <laughs> That must be why it's called the tiny Bronco. You like literally straddle the top of it and like ride it around like, <laughs> like it's, it's a, a horse. horse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like a helicopter plane glider thing. Yeah, fly right next to the rocket. It seems not dangerous. Yeah. We goodbye president idiot. Yeah, we fly past Rufus and we're like, Sid, hop on. We like buzz him, you know? We yeah. do one of those like, let's just like give him a scare. But I also <laughs> want to mention, I bet Rufus is going to be pretty mad at that truck driver. I know. That killed his space the, guy. The mysterious truck driver. He, who just it was ran. a hit and run. Because yeah, by the time the next shot comes, he's gone. Yeah, the truck is nowhere to be seen. <laughs> Hashtag who's the truck driver. I know. Seriously. Sid, hop on. Real quick. Really? All right. <laughs> oh no, we've been hit. <laughs> Wait. Shit, the tail's been hit. And now we crawl around. So nobody's in the fucking cockpit. Emergency landing. This is gonna be a big splash. Hold on to your drawers and don't piss in them. <laughs> okay. Oh, but it's a biplane that lands on water? Yeah, it floats. Oh, but it's it's not like skis. Well, no. Not. Okay. Yeah. So as we're escaping, Shinra like blows out one of the tails, mm -hmm. and we sort of like crash into the ocean, and we're dead in the water on a plane. Yeah, it floats. Luckily, it's not supposed to float. It doesn't yeah. look like. No. <laughs> she won't fly anymore. <laughs> Can we use it as a boat? <laughs> Fuck! Do whatever you want. <laughs> Sid is awesome. Sid, what are you gonna do now? To know, I'm history with Shinra, and I've given up on the town. How about your wife? How about Shira? Wife, don't make me laugh. Don't make me laugh. She's just thinking about marrying. That gives me chills. What are you guys gonna do? We're going after a man named Sephiroth. We'll have to get Rufus of the Shinra someday too. <laughs> He's like, we're doing this, but you know, there's I mean, other villains. <laughs> there's a lot we, of we need to take care of all of them. <laughs> Joining with Cloud is kind of like, you know, you go mention to someone like, oh, I'd really like to do something good for the world. And they're like, we volunteer every Wednesday. And mm -hmm. you like get there and then they're all wearing the same robes. And they're like, our real goal is to find the one or whatever. Like, <laughs> I don't know about any of that, but I guess I'll come along. What the hell? Sign me up. <laughs> How about it, everyone? What? Let's take a vote. What a great scene. I'm all for it. <laughs> Glad to be aboard, numbskulls. <laughs> numbskulls? Numbskulls. Yeah, anyone stupid enough to go up against Shinra nowadays has gotta be a numbskull. I like it. I like it. Rufus was going after Sephiroth towards the Temple of the Ancients. Well, I guess you answered your own question, Paul McCartney. Really? Where is it? That Temple of the Ancients in blue. Yeah. To know that numbskull kid was telling me he was heading to the heading the wrong direction, so maybe it's off this way. Okay, let's just head for land and get some information. Temple of the Ancients. That name bothers me. So Sid's on board. Mm -hmm. We're gonna head back to land and do something. And luckily, the tiny Bronco's engines are not flooded. 
Yeah, and the propellers work perfectly as like boat propellers. Yeah, that pull us along. What do you know? Yeah. So now are we gonna like use the propellers like as a boat? Yeah, you can like steer it around in the shell. How water. to fly the tiny Bronco? I think cross like, shallow like, waters and rivers? rivers. Yeah, I don't know. Which I assume we're going this way. I think so. Let's go this way. Yeah. So the tiny Bronco can like go in the light blue water that just hugs the coast. Yeah. The shallows. Yeah. Which you can get around a lot of places, but it's hard. Anyway, uh, this is this is where I stopped playing when I was playing on my phone on <laughs> yeah. mobile. Yeah. I you know you can just like turn it off and it'll you just pick up wherever you left off. So right. I was driving this thing around on a coastline somewhere and I turned, you know, I put my phone away. Yeah. And, and I picked it up and I was like, where in the fuck? I'm on a what coastline. What coastline is this? Because you can go pretty much around the world. Yeah. And I think on we the coast. start doing that. <laughs> we got to make for land. Can we land here? Yeah. No. Yeah. You can get off on the beach. Yeah. Let's save and then let's make some food. I'm yeah. Really... I'm starving. I really thought we were about to like go find yeah. Sephiroth, and then like I really thought we were gonna the go disc was gonna, and he was gonna be like a bunch of shit's going disc down. End. Disc end. The first half, the first disc has gotta be longer than the other two. There's just no way. It, I don't understand how it could be. Way. It could not be. This is an amazing instructional video of the beer can chicken. Oh yeah. Are we doing it on the grill? Is that it? Yeah, we have to. Yeah. So when we get that lit. Watch out, watch out, watch out. So yeah, before we get going with the tiny Bronco, we gotta stop and eat. Yeah, which, well, we can start preparing to eat, but Which it's I thought we did this an hour ago, or multiple hours ago, it was like in another episode. No, it was like an hour ago we were going, we should think about eating. <laughs> and now we're like, we should start the process? Yeah, I don't think starving. we realized how long it was gonna take, we forgot how long it takes to cook a whole chicken. yeah. So Ryan's ha getting. Well, I've got to like wash the chicken and put the rub on it. Get um, the gizzards out or whatever. Yeah, giblets. Uh, the the giblets. The giblets. The giblets. The, the uh, studio giblets. But uh, it's really really cold. Yeah, and unpleasant. Oh my god! Oh, my hand <coughs> is so cold. The chicken's cold. <clears throat> oh, so cold. Like refrigerator temperature, or like it's not frozen. It's wet and it's cold, and yeah. I've been washing it. It's yeah. like my hand oh, is yeah, yeah, yeah. so cold. <laughs> so yeah, what do you what do you think of that last chunk we just played? I fucking love that. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, Sid has more actual personality than it. Like he's not just like a weird yellow condom. Well, they made him like a real character who's gonna be what? there. Yeah. Who like has a lot of spunk personality. I I think he's great. And like his own weapon list. To say he has a backstory I can relate to is an understatement. I always felt too, like even though I haven't beat it, that part always stuck out to me in my memory. Like that. Like it's so clear, so specific so... why he feels how he feels, mm -hmm. and the comedic timing of the whole scene where just is working. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have, we better fucking light that rocket, otherwise I'm gonna be. I would be shocked if we do not send this to game space. This game is gonna I don't know suffer in, it, in my like, ranking of it if we don't get I to space. I would be absolutely flabbergasted. Me too. I would be in shock if we can't get to space. I so. fucking love that Cosmo Canyon part too. Yes. This world's equivalent of like a hippie colony in the desert where they like commute right. with nature and like yeah. are big fans of Native Americans and shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like some place you find out in the Mojave or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, the Integratron, you know? We could have gone there. That's kind of like that. You know about that, right? You've, I think, told me. I think you've also researched... It's, uh, this will just jog your memory, like, immediately. This guy, I don't know, like a JPL engineer or something. Some kind of space some scientist, scientist who, like... Rock scientist. Claimed that, like, aliens had been sending him information about how to build this, like, structure that... Through its, through its, like, resonances was going to allow for, like, some kind of communication with them or something. I don't know. Some, yeah, okay, yeah. If yeah, he had seen like, the movie Contact, it was, it was something like, what if I was just before that, though? This was a long, this was, like, in the 70s or something. Oh. Um, well, maybe Carl Sagan told him about his idea for the I'm sure Carl, Carl Sagan was, like, into this game, yeah, right? Yeah, but, like, what does it look it's like? like a dome that the acoustics in it are this, like, perfect, re re like, reverberation room. So, like, when you're in it, someone on the other side of it will whisper, and it sounds like it's inside of your ear. Like, right. it creates all these, like, insane... That's awesome. You know, so they go, and, like, there's sound bats there, and you can, like, rent a room and stay and meditate or whatever. Mm. You want to take this yeah. dog out for the bathroom? That chicken is on that beer can. Should we put it on the grill? Yeah. Oof. Yeah, that looks good. The girl at the store was very enthusiastic about this seasoning. The Baja chicken seasoning? Mm hmm Yeah, handling raw meat is weird to me. It's like, I was just sitting here doing this thinking about, like, what if after you die, like, part of the next step is, like, you observe your body through the process of whatever happens to it. <laughs> and I was like, and this chicken is just watching me, like, recoil as I'm like, oh, it's all cold. And I'm like, I mean, you would probably be like watching aliens do something to your body that you don't understand at all. And you'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, first, if, you, they if you don't understand what cooking is, then... Well, I don't think a chicken probably does. They're gonna do what... I mean, just imagine you're like looking down at your body and there's some sort of like weird creature with like tentacles that also have fingers. Uh -huh. And it's standing over you and it's got a bunch of like crystals that are floating and it's running them up and down your sides and then it like shoves one in your eye uh -huh. and you're just going like, I don't understand. <laughs> well then do I watch them like eventually eat me? Like you ingest me in some fashion? Knows. I mean, but I just hope that scientists can figure out the replacement so that we don't have to like sacrifice in order to save the planet. I just want to do it sacrificeless. What's wrong with that? Nothing like I just wrong want. With it. I just, just want everything and give nothing in return. Uh, you know, you can't. You just can't always get what you want. Sometimes you get what you need. I mean, I wouldn't get too drastic about it. We're gonna eat a chicken, and like, I don't propose <laughs> any kind of. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. All right, let's put this thing on the grill. Mm -hmm. It was a little bit of an ordeal, but not bad. Yeah. We eventually get the can and the chicken with minimal cutting ourselves. Yeah, and the chicken in the grill. Yeah, so the now we gotta wait like an hour. I is it? I think it might be longer. Than I think it's like that. an hour and a half at least. <laughs> so we get back to the game. Mm -hmm. So we landed. Yeah. You wanna change our party around and we'll get all of our material off? And... Oh, it really looks like a dragon. Longtime listeners of the podcast will know our favorite thing is to look for things that look like dragons. And yeah, now everything looks like a dragon to us. This but, does look like a dragon to me. Yeah, we're looking at the overall map of Final Fantasy mm -hmm. VII, and it is the landmasses are in the shape of a dragon. I but I can't say for certain that it's intentional. It just looks like a dragon to me, but I can't tell anymore <laughs> I'm if like that's sure. I why. I see like two wings and a tail that so wraps do I, around. But, I, but you know, like it can't be unintentional. <laughs> You can look at the eyeball on the top, oh, and you can kind of see, like, wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah the rest does, of it. Yeah. 
Yeah, we can change our party. Let's see what Vincent and Sid are all about. Yeah, first I want to take the materia off of Tifa and uh, Red 13. Haley, nobody's interested. You just want a little bit of excitement. Just a little bit. So now that we have a sizable party, we're starting to learn one of the wonderful frustrations of this game is uh, <laughs> if you put somebody away into your PHS, the they materi- keep the materia on them. And you can't tell if it's on them unless you bring them back into your party, and you right. can't take it off of them unless you bring it back into their party. So yeah, a few times going throughout the rest of this game, we'll like pull each person into our party individually to remove all the materia. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. It gets so frustrating. It gets real. The materia starts to get just it bogs you down are we going to that green thing or what are we trying to do i have no idea they were like let's find land and ask for information right why can you go on these islands i'm thrilled that there doesn't seem to be random encounters in this no there's not here we are in the ice area maybe I'm, like, finding the Northwest Passage. I'm yeah. going everywhere. Yeah, well, you bumble your way through the Northwest Passage. Right. Like, you unintentionally <laughs> discover the secret route to the New World. Which didn't actually exist. <laughs> I mean, what's that? I don't know. Something in a forest? Dragon bones? Yeah, we come upon what is definitely known as Bone Village. Yeah. When looking at the town from the world map, it just looks like a bunch of bones. Yeah, sticking up out of some woods. A town of dragon bones. Welcome to Bone Village, a town for nature lovers. Oh shit, are we gonna meet Sasquatch? That's a jet crashed into a fucking monster skeleton. That's so cool. That's really (laughs) fucking cool. It's like a cat the size of a dragon. Yeah. With a plane crashed into it. Oh, the man in the black cape? He was looking for the Temple of the Ancients. This is the right place. And that's season four, episode 18. Yeah, we made it through Rocket Town. We mercifully just happened upon the Temple of the Ancients, a place that we will never be able to find again. Right. Well, yeah. (laughs) We're here in Bone Village. The imagery is awesome. Mm -hmm. There's, like, fighter jets from the 1970s that have crashed into the bones. Do you think it's weird that nature lovers come here? (laughs) Like to this like place with like crashed industrial waste mixed with skeletons. What I like, like about this part of the game is it's like the humanities and the sciences. It's mm-hmm. like you, you find the mystic place and then you find the scientist place and then you find the nature place. Yeah, you know? but I mean like it would be like if some hip, it looks like a strip mine too. Like it's all yeah. fucked up. It'd be like if you found some like granola hippies who were like hanging out at like some abandoned mine going like this is where nature lovers come the land is just like raked it's an over. archaeological dig <laughs> oh, I guess it's, they're trying yeah. to uncover it and they're going like there's a bunch of people going like who's that idiot in the helicopter fucking up our dig well, and they're like wouldn't, you know wouldn't that be archaeology lovers or hi- or history buffs or, or something nature falls under uh, all of that <laughs> I guess in a broad sense yeah wasn't there stuff in the Shinra building a book about nature. Well, they had a lot of biology books. Yeah, there was like did. the final stages of land evolution. <laughs> land dwelling mammals. Yeah, some and uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, what's next week? All of that. Bone Village. Bone Village. I think we're gonna have to go find a harp or something. Aimless wandering. Looks like. Sauce.
<laughs> Chocobo racing. There's going to be a lot of things that are going on next week. I believe looking ahead in the timeline, it just scrolling through it quickly, it looks to me like aimless wandering. <laughs> That's the best that we can describe for you right now. <laughs> and with that, please rate and review us on iTunes and mm-hmm. wherever you like to rate things. You know the deal. Find us on Facebook and Twitter. We're at NoCat Podcast. Mm-hmm. Go to the Patreon. Get the stuff. Get a t-shirt. Yeah, and uh, as always, uh, we greatly appreciate our Patreon supporters. Right. Yeah, I should mention that. <laughs> I shouldn't just tell you all <laughs> yeah, to go don't. there because I do appreciate you people. We love hearing from you guys and we love when you get in touch. You know what I like most about this mug, Jeff? Is this handle. Yeah. Because <laughs> you would think it would be too hot, you know, if you had hot coffee in it. That's true. Just wrap your hand around it. But they've thought to include <laughs> an extra piece that you can hold that won't get hot. I mean, what will they think of next? It's a, it's a brilliant um, invention, the mug. Go get them. <laughs> With that... Here's a little no one can know about this dessert. Uh, do we have free reign this week? We yeah, didn't, I we think. Didn't I don't lock remember. ourselves into lava cake. If we did, no, lava cake, we ate that last week. Let's get the complimentary birthday dessert at Chili's. <laughs> Just tell them it's your birthday. <laughs> Coming right up. Okay, what were you about to ask me? I was just wondering if anyone has ever thought to assemble like an improv or like sketch comedy super troupe, but not in the terms of like get the best from this school or whatever, but like uh-huh. get like the best mime from the best mime college in France and get like the head writer of SNL or something. Uh-huh. And, and then, then like the best clown. The best clown. Right. Clown, yeah, from, no. And, and, and like go to every culture and like get the best specific <laughs> like, like stage comedy, comedy kind of thing. Things that can only work on their own, but not as a whole on stage Well, that it's together. never been tried. You're right. You know. You're right. I mean, it some people been. would say that Eric Clapton and Carlos Santana is too much guitar. Uh-huh. But... There was a crossroads guitar happened, festival, and people were into it. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. You get like eight guitar players, and they all solo <laughs> at once. Well, it was like you know Eric Clapton, John Mayer. It was just like this crossroads guitar festival. All uh-huh. the bands came, and they would also go on stage together, and you know. But who knows? I mean, I'm just saying. I was just thinking of this because I was like, what if an improv troupe had a guy who only did mime? That it was like a secret weapon. Fucking this amazing. Guy is the That's the idea guy. is that like they're an improv troupe, then, so they're doing scenes together. Right. And one of them is always a clown. And one of them is always a mime. And one of them is always an archetype. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how it works. One of them is like doing one of them is Dane Cook. Yeah, you get exactly, yeah. And there's a there's a Jeff Dunham. A ventriloquist. There's yes, a exactly. ventriloquist. Get a ventriloquist. The best in there. ventriloquist. Yeah, for your super preferably group. someone who can even I like. I feel like throw that negates voice. it being a maybe super a magician group. too, because that's not a comedian. No, but I mean, I don't mean to start any fights, magicians. but yeah, there definitely are. I because like when you first ask me, I'm imagining like the best comedians who are like separate that you would like bring together. I feel to like be each a super one group. would have to be more distinct. But, it would have to be from like different right. Like, like that's the the idea that you're talking about is like. We're gonna and combine a kabuki all theater the, exactly, guy. Yeah, and we'll like, combine all the different comedies, mm-hmm. all the masks, and what comes out is the funniest thing ever made. Is the idea <laughs> yes. there? Probably some in the form of some kind of variety show special. It's just hilarious how like so much about an improv team and something like that is like the dynamic between them, mm-hmm. and you're like 
they're all their own individual act. Yeah. And I yet know. they're together. And <laughs> yet, it's just the a, first time. we're going to get a bunch of oils and a bunch it's of waters. Like, uh, the traveling Wilburys or whatever, that, that group. It was like Tom Petty and Roy Orbison and Bob uh, Dylan. Right. <laughs> Nobody cared. <laughs> um, well, that's that one. <laughs>